Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, thanks for joining the Christian Media Marketing Show. My name is John, and whether you're listening to the podcast, you're watching the video, maybe you're going to do both. If you are, kudos to you. Thank you so much, regardless of what way you are partaking of this. I am just, I look forward to each week spending some time with you. For some of you, I've gotten to know you. We do calls. Some of you are our clients of Kavanaugh. We serve you. We exist to do that. That is a big part of just who we are as a ministry. We want to really be a ministry that is all about helping people know and find Jesus. We have really tried our best to make sure that what we're doing is for the kingdom, for God's glory. That is something that I just really, really believe in. So at at Kavanaugh Media, we believe that people will live forever. So we truly believe that people will live forever and that heaven and hell itself is real. So Jesus is our focus. He's our champion. He's our savior. He is our focus, and making him known is our mission. We want to use every possible way we can to make him known, to make him famous. We believe that faith is the foundation of the work that we do. And though we work in the digital realm and work with technology, we believe everything is a spiritual endeavor. He is Lord of all. We also want generosity to be our norm. We are a business, and without Income coming in, it gets really scary sometimes, but we made a commitment from the very beginning that we want to help as many people as possible and that we don't want to say no to someone just because of finances. That's one of the reasons why we do this podcast and this video series. That's why we at Kavanaugh Media put almost all of our ad resources on our website. In fact, we've got 10 more messaging ads getting ready to get put on there real soon that have been created, that we're using in places around the world. And in fact, we've got almost 36 different just messaging ads, let alone all the other ones. That is because we want generosity to be our our norm, our normal operating procedure. And we think that serving the kingdom is our privilege. Serving you is our privilege. We exist for you. You are our heroes. Those of you on the front lines out there making Jesus known, you're the ones we want to serve and to help in any way we can. And so that's why we're trying to do this one-to-many which if you're not familiar with what that is, you can go back just a few weeks and see. We're excited about it. We have raised and have generous partners who are putting a lot of money available. We're trying to eliminate the technology, the marketing, all of those things so that you can do what you went to the field to do, which is to tell people about Jesus, to make disciples, to make him known, and to help them be able to make disciples as well. So 
this is just our way of trying to add to what many other groups and teams and people are doing out there. And the more we work together, I believe the more that God will get the glory that he deserves. Now, in in this week's episode, I want to address something because it's come up in about two or three different coaching calls and just different Zoom calls that I've been on this week talking with people. And it got me thinking, all right, if, if this keeps coming up, then this is an area where I feel like I want to speak into it a little bit. I actually did a podcast on what we're going to talk about in a little bit of a different way about a year ago. And it's just this idea of forward-looking, being forewarned, thinking about things. But the questions I want to pose to you today aren't just that. They're not just the idea of you know, what ifs, thinking forward, but also just the content itself or the media that you're using or the, the funnel that you're using or the, the each step of that progress that a person is making towards Jesus. It's important to be thinking about what it is that we're doing. So three questions that I want to pose to you today that I would really love for you to be thinking through or processing Now, there's some sub-questions, I'll tell you on one of them, but this is just an an idea of strategy for you to be thinking through why you do what you do, where, all of those kind of things. So let's get started. The very first question I would love for you to think about is just this idea of so. Just so what? Because when we're talking about ministry we're talking about proclaiming the gospel and we're talking about giving people next steps, all of these things, it's really important. It's important to think through just what is it that we are wanting to happen, okay? And so I don't know if I've shared this before or if you know this, but one of the the roles and the jobs that I've had in the past was I was a professor at a Bible college, taught for about 12 years in the area of preaching and evangelism. And this was a question I would constantly ask my students. So, so what? Great sermon, great stories, great illustrations. They all start, you know, three points, and they all start with the letter X. So what? So, what do you want them to do next? Now, think about this in the application of what we're doing of digital engagement. So, you use a video, or you have a messaging ad, or whatever it is that you're doing paid, organic, it's, a, it's a, gr- a WhatsApp group, I don't know, whatever you're doing, what is the goal? And then what is each part of that that you're doing? Is there a, a purpose and a plan? Is there an actionable step that that seeker can take next? It's not enough to give them information. What Jesus says is that we are to teach them to obey all that he has commanded. Well, how? How do we help them? How do, how do we ha- help them to discover, to obey, and to share what it is that they're learning? Are there easy steps that they can share the video, the content, whatever it is, with other people? Are there easier steps, easy steps for them to take a next step as far as getting a Bible? Or then where to go in the Bible? What to do with it? And that's that sequential thinking. So they downloaded a Bible. Then what? What do you want them to do? And there's ways for us to be able to send another ad or another piece of content or a message to them to help them on that journey. But just putting out media 
without a plan and a follow-up plan, it just doesn't have the same, in my opinion, value to it as if we, it's a well-thought-out strategy. We wear ourselves out in the ministry world so much doing a lot of work, but the goal is not to just do work. The goal is to do work that matters. So we plan our work, and then we need to work our plan. Do you have a plan to your digital engagement? Or are you just finding things going, well, this video looks cool. Let's throw it up. Uh, it, it may be great, and God still can bless those things. But thinking about so what? What's the next step? What are we wanting them to do? And so this is where themes or journeys or easy opportunities where people can learn things. And it's not so much telling as it is many times asking, asking them questions that get them thinking about it. As the saying goes, we can't tell someone what to think, but we can tell them what to be thinking about. And that is done through questions or opportunities that we give to people. So that's the first one, is just thinking, so So we've used this video, we have this testimony, we've got this website, what do we want to do? And then work backwards and think about each sequential step from the seeker's perspective, not from yours, from that person's perspective, because they're going to have their own fears and concerns. So how do you help them take that next little micro step? Maybe it's a comment, whatever it is. How do you help them to do that? The next question is just this idea of what if. And this is a really good one. This is why I talk about liking chess. I love the game of chess and thinking chess, not checkers thinking multiple steps. So you have your so what? You have your, we're going to do this, then this, then this, Lord willing, all right? He always has the right to come in there and and do whatever else. But this idea of what if is contingency thinking. And it's also continually preparing. A big part of what my job is, and now that Kavanaugh has grown enough, it's, it's been helping me so that I have more time to think on a strategy level and to be thinking about what if. Let me give you some examples. What if we can't use your favorite social media channel? What if all of a sudden there isn't a Facebook or a YouTube or some other platform like that that you are using right now? What if we can't use it? What if we're blocked from it? What if the government blocks it? What are we going to do? What if we get shut down? What if our business accounts or our credit card accounts, or whatever gets shut down. What are you going to do if that happens? Have you thought about it? Do you have a plan? Are you thinking about the what ifs there? What if we can't use the targeting we want? Because this is what's happening. We've lost the ability on some of the push channels to do religious targeting. What if even more? What if we can't target by geography or by gender or by age or different types of ones that are still available? What are you going to do then? What about if pixels get completely blocked and we can't do the targeting, the retargeting that we want there? What if if it's just completely blocked? What are you going to do then? What if the government restricts or makes things unsafe potentially? This is happening in parts of the world. And in fact, I'm very concerned by this, watching the fragmentation of the internet. 
and that is when governments can come in and say, we want the data on this person. We want to see everything about this person talking to this person over here or who are the people on this account or on this page. What are you going to do? I see people complaining sometimes, but what's the plan? Have you thought about the what ifs there as well? What if half the team leaves? What if they're gone on furlough? What if they have to just leave the field? The pandemic has taught us that we have to be able to pivot and to iterate and to adjust when those kinds of things happen. These are just a few examples of some what ifs. There's hundreds of other ones that may come along. But the the key there is I feel like sometimes we get in this, and I say we, all of us, it's easy to fall into this pattern of, well, this is what we do and this is how we do it until you can't. And then we're caught not knowing what to do next. And so people just stop. They get overwhelmed and they, they just stop doing something. There's a lot of teams that I know personally that have gone through training programs who have gone through and spent weeks or months, who have downloaded material, who have bought things, and they're not continuing to do digital engagement. Why? What happened? What caused that? And part of the time, it is the what ifs. Part of it is I I worry always that we can oversell digital engagement as if it's a magic bullet. You just run a few ads and all of a sudden, you're going to have hundreds of people asking how they can be saved. If it was that easy, you would already see that without the digital in your ministry. No, it's hard. And the places that are left are going to be even harder. So we have to be thinking about what ifs and getting ahead. And this is also on a positive way when you start thinking about what if. What if we use this software to do this over here? Maybe it wasn't intended for that. But what if we start using things and and start connecting things, connecting these dots together? I think some pretty exciting things can come from that. So it's not just what if, worst case, but it's also what if just being curious. I call it OCD, obsessive curiosity disorder. And asking asking questions like this will help you prepare. Finally, what if we don't have any money? That's a big one. What are you going to do there on the what ifs? Well, if you couldn't do the paid ads or if you can't pay your staff or whatever it might be, What are you going to do there? All of these things are big ones that are coming. What if in whatever country you're in, there's no longer the benefit from the churches? In the United States, at least, people can get a tax deduction if they give to a nonprofit. What if that goes away? How would that impact you? What do you need to do? So these are just some examples of some what ifs. And here's the final one. Why not? This is the final big question I want you to be thinking through. And this is sometimes we can get so caught up thinking about the what ifs and all of the the dangers and all the opportunities and all the different software or tools. And there's all sorts of platforms that are out there. And we can just kind of get paralyzed by thinking through things going, "I, I don't know. Or maybe we're not ready. Or maybe we're not the right ones to do that. And I just want to speak from the heart on this one to you for just a little bit. I, I find myself in my mind constantly thinking through things. I have a hard time not working. I know others of you that I talk to are, are similar to this because I get Slack messages from people at 10 o'clock at night knowing it's your time, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. And I don't think God is calling us to – I don't think it's healthy. I think it's actually sinful to be working all the time, though I understand it. I love what I do. 
I find that I have a hard time sleeping sometimes because of some of those what ifs. Like I can I lay down to go to sleep and then my mind just starts churning and thinking about, oh yeah, but have you thought of this or what about this or or whatever. In fact, I have to just sometimes sit there and go, stop thinking. Just tell my brain, just stop. Just just stop thinking. One of the things that has helped me, just as a side note, is I've started to journal or write these things down. And that has helped me tremendously to get the things out of my, my head and get them down someplace else. And that's brought tremendous peace uh, to my mind many times to these things. But I'm talking about something bigger here, which is I think Satan works really hard to discourage and to stop us to walk by, by fear instead of walking by faith. For example, this one-to-many thing that we're trying to do, we're trying to unite mission orgs and teams, tens, maybe hundreds, to work together. And I look around and I go, who are we to try to do this? Who am I to try to do this? Like, I've got every flaw and hang-up and I'm just a sinful person like you. Who, who am I? to try to do this when there's massive orgs, big groups, all sorts of types of people that are out there. And so I don't want to hold on to things too tightly, but there's come back to me over and over and over again is this idea of why not? If the opportunity is there, if no one else is stepping into that gap, why not you? Why not your team? Why not try? And even if you fail, even if you push forward and you you try something and it doesn't work, it doesn't mean you are a failure. It doesn't even mean the project is a failure. I remember doing, we were in Taiwan doing church planting work there and just having one night where people, the group that we were meeting with, we had multiple groups, simple gatherings, house churches going, and one of the groups met on their own and decided that they we're not going to be able to worship Jesus. They had to instead worship the local god, Matsu. And I remember just being torn up by it, walking around the park in our neighborhood thinking, I, I stink. What am I doing here? Why, why are we taking people's money to do this work? Maybe you've felt that before. Those lies, those self-doubts, those things that come from Satan many times. And the, the thing that I learned was, from it, one, we don't see the big picture. We're not, we're not blessed or cursed by having an eternal view of all of these things. The Lord's still at work with those people. In fact, some of those people in that group, I know, are still continuing to seek and to, wanting to know Jesus. So we don't always see that big picture. And yet also we tie then the work we do to who we are and to somehow to our value. And that's just not right. The Lord loves you. He created you and me on purpose and for a purpose. And your ministry that you are a part of, he has you where he wants you. And when you try big things and you, you try something and it fails, the, the only failure would be if we don't learn from it or if we just never risk again. I think we need to be pushing the envelope, pushing forward, taking risk and asking the question, not why should we do this so much, but why not? Why not now? Why not us to push forward to expedite the Lord's return? And so I hope that it's just an encouragement to you to push forward, all right, to just keep trying your best to do whatever the Lord puts in front of you. And for us, if, if what we're trying to do fails and, and I end up 
you know, just going, well, that, that didn't work. At least we tried. At least we tried to do something, and we want to do it with you. And that's the key thing there. All right, so a couple questions there then, just the so, the so what, what if, thinking through those, and just why not? Why not now? Why not you? Let's push forward. I hope this is an encouragement to you. I hope this is a blessing to you. If this show and the training, we'll do things. We're going to talk about creating new Facebook accounts here coming up in the next few weeks. I'm going to go through a complete overview of all of that process. We've got some new Google ad stuff that we're going to be showing to you, all sorts of stuff, all right? We've been testing software, some new iterations with that Dio Drive that we use. I'm excited about that. So there's a lot coming, Lord willing. But if this is a benefit to you, will you please share this with other people or follow the, the new YouTube channel we're trying to do here? That's our desire is it's not about numbers for numbers sake. It's about who do you know that you think might benefit from this and then just give them a link. Let them know about it. If there are things that we can be sharing that you think on this show, I'd love to hear it. You can always reach out, send me a direct message on Twitter. I am on there, just John Rawls. You can also go to our website and fill something out there on the Contact Us form there. All right, until next time, I am so thankful for you all. Keep pressing forward. Keep seeing what's working and do more of that. Be curious and trust the Lord. Walk by faith. Until next time, take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.